Hey, my name is Yolanda and welcome to Frank Factualities, the podcast. Tune in each week as I speak frankly about life experiences from my perspective and offer you a bit of unsolicited advice. Let's take a little time to laugh, to think, and to cry as we tackle some serious topics and some not so serious topics. Be sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Frank family, welcome back to another episode and another week. How's everybody doing out there? I hope your week has been going well. You're enjoying your time with your family this summer. You have planned some sort of summer uh, vacation with the kiddos because at least I know that for the most part, uh, everyone in the world uh, has kids. If they have kids, they're out for the summer. So do something with the kids um, this summer. Well, what is going on out there in those streets? And by streets, I mean the world. Uh, me and my homegirls always say, you know, the street's quiet. And what we mean by that is like, man, is nothing going on. But the streets have not been quiet. And I think I'm going to add that to probably my little segment, like what's going on in the streets. And that just means what's going on in the world. Obviously, this Elm, not Elmo. It is not, well, it's Sesame Street, but it's not Elmo. Let me not put his name out there like that. (laughs) Shout out to the family for milking it to the best of their ability. Um, And I remember the woman's initial statement was just just like, you know, hey, at least offer me my money back. And now, you know, she has a full lawyer who had a press conference today. I think that what the characters have been doing at the, that park is, uh, disgusting, regardless of what race the kids were. Um, they're there for an experience and um, they don't see race with those characters. Obviously, they just see the characters and they expect for those characters to not see race as well. Uh, the other thing has been this Kim Burrell thing. Ooh, uh, I expect for people to act accordingly in whatever setting they're in. So if you're in a church, I expect for you to act accordingly. That wasn't a comedy club, nor was it someone's kitchen table. So I don't know what they hired her to come do, whether it was just a saying or if she was ministering. At the end of the day, um, she's admitted um, already that what she did was not tasteful. I think we all can agree. I myself didn't find it funny. It just came across a little judgy. Um, you know, but to each his own, um, not in that case, in the sense of, you know, people weren't offended, but if that's how she chooses to do things. And then of course the letter came out of the apology that was trash. (laughs) Then she did like a video saying, Oh, I'm sorry. It's from my heart. That seemed a little bit more sincere, but that came after the letter, which again, I still think the letter was her. I think she, you know, was trying to just boss up and, I I would like for this to probably be a lesson to everyone that you don't really know these people. <laughs> when you see these celebrities on TV and, you know, their their persona that they have behind the name based on whatever entertainment they bring to you, it's just that they are good for what you know them for. She's a great gospel singer. That doesn't mean she's a great person. That doesn't mean she has a great personality. And even when you see them in interviews, they're in an interview. And just as we are in interviews, we put our best foot forward. And most of the time, people don't truly get to see who we are in an interview. We're just 
faking it till we make it right. So anyway, that's that. And there was something else that went on, but I'm going to get into that with the uh, topic of the day. And that is uh, self-acceptance. And what is (laughs) self-acceptance? Sound like I'm talking to the kids. But anyways, self-acceptance is being aware of who you are and accepting the positive and and the negative attributes of yourself. So knowing all obviously that there's always room to grow, but loving yourself through that process every step of the way. Pretty much self-acceptance is unconditional Uh, love for yourself. Now, how can you get to like self-acceptance and where am I getting this from, y'all? I wanted to talk about this because not, well, number one, this guest on The Breakfast Club was talking about self-acceptance, but what I really wanted to talk about was like body positivity or like body image because I also didn't like what the world had to say about, um, what's her name? Angela's. Angela Simmons. She did this matte collection swimsuit runway edition thing. And um, she posted a picture. And in the picture, she had a bathing suit with like a shirt cover up, but it was unfiltered. So she's just like, you know, vegan life. And she got a lot of negative comments. And if you're not aware, she's pretty much natural. She hasn't had any breast augmentation, no tummy tucks, No liposuction, no butt injections, none of that stuff. It's just, hey, here I am. She also has had a child. I think her son, don't quote me on this, is probably between like seven and 10. I could be wrong, Um, but it's that it's not like a baby baby. But long and short, she's had a child. And if anybody's had kids, what you do know is that kids tend to make us wide. I don't care how small you are, your width is going to get a little um, wider that that's just natural. That's that's what happens. But I didn't like the fact that people were just saying all these negative things because it was obvious based on her statement that she made online about body positivity that she has learned to embrace her body and it took her a long time and she was just talking about how people body shame her when it comes to her being vegan and that oh how can you be vegan and you're thick. Well, that was funny to me because I don't know if I've said this yet on, on, on this podcast, but uh, probably about probably going on six years now, I went vegetarian. And I remember my brother saying one time, stop telling people you're a vegetarian because you're fat. And I was probably maybe like in the first year of my journey. And after maybe about three years of being, well, first I started vegan and I did that for about a year, but I couldn't stay away from eggs. So then I went to vegetarian and I did that for the next like two years. And then I got bored, which I typically do sometimes when I start these new things and I have to try something else. So I am what I would probably call myself now is just a pescatarian. So I eat fish and um, seafood options, but I try not to do it on a regular basis. I do it, you know, kind of like cheating, you know, but I've started to cheat more than normal. But so I'll call myself a pescatarian. Anyway, what I've learned in that journey is that that doesn't have to anything to do with your weight and you know, your weight gains. Yes, I did lose weight initially when I became a vegan and I was I'm able to maintain my weight a little better by not eating meat. But ultimately my weight still fluctuates in like 
10 pound range. So I go from 10 pounds lighter to 10 pounds heavy. And a lot of times that takes me down in size. So I'll go from one size to another size. So I usually try to keep about three sizes of clothes on me just because I know my weight fluctuates. Why? Because yes, I'm pescatarian. No, I don't eat chicken or beef or pork or any of that. Um, and again, I just eat seafood and not all the time seafood. Most of the time I'm vegetarian and I just add seafood when I can. But what I notice is that I still like bread and I still eat pasta and I still like sweets. And, you know, so all those things are going to affect. I drink coffee every day. And although I've tried to go away from the artificial sweetener and regular sugar, I try to use the natural sweeteners now and always work. <laughs> so anyway, I understood what she meant. Your everybody's body is not going to look the same. You're not going to all of a sudden look sick. Now, she works out and um, she's been able to maintain to her liking. And I thought that that's all that mattered. And I thought it was very brave of her to come out and be public with that picture to say I didn't filter. And I thought she looked good. Most of us look like that with no clothes on and unedited. And if you don't look like that, it's because you've done some work. And I don't have no problem with people doing work. But as I stated in a couple episodes ago, it's not fair for you to then downplay someone else because they didn't get the work done because you would have looked just like us. So I don't have a problem with work. I just don't want people who with work to have a problem with us who decide not to because you going to catch me in the streets plenty of time with no spanks on and I don't feel no type of way about it. I'm a woman of a particular age and I'm approaching 42 and I am a 24 year old's goals. OK, <laughs> because at some point they're going to want to age gracefully and they're going to want to look like me, 42, two kids with no surgeries, no augmentations, nothing. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with just allowing your body to happen. I kind of like the way I was born, you know what I'm saying? And it took me a while to get there, which is again, while we're talking about this self-acceptance. So how can you get to the point where you're like Angela Simmons and you just accept who you are and that you don't have any problem with the way that you you look now, it doesn't have to be that you need to accept yourself because you have insecurities about the way that you look, but it could be that, you know, you haven't accept the fact that you did this bad thing in your past and you look at yourself as a monster. You need to accept the fact that you're not where you need to be in life. The fact that you haven't started your family yet. It could be a lot of things and why you're reluctant to accept yourself. So first, what you want to try to do when you're on this journey of self-acceptance is to not try to fix yourself. You need to just honor where you are. And I think that a lot of times that is where we get stuck. And throughout this whole conversation, I'm just going to use the uh, body image and positivity as an example. So it just makes it easier. But when we say accept yourself from where you are, a lot of times as women, we like to do this. Oh, well, I'm not going to buy any new clothes because I plan to lose weight. So until I lose weight, I'm not going to buy clothes. Man, I stopped that a long time ago because I want to look cute when I go out. So I want to look cute in where I'm at right now. So I buy clothes that fit me, except the size that you're in in the moment and just know that there's a goal down the line later to just not be that size. So that's what I mean when I say don't try to fix yourself and accept where you are. You also want to make sure, as I stated in the last episode, set clear boundaries with people who don't accept who you are. So as you're on this journey, you're you're going towards that point, you're going to have people that pull you in all different type of directions. And you're going to try to figure out, is this the best, best route for me? Um, on the same token with the weight journey, I promise you throughout my life, I've dated men that have all wanted to see me in different 
shapes and sizes. So I would date a guy who was into bigger girls, thicker girls, would encourage me to gain weight and would body shame me. Oh, you're too little. You need to put on some weight. And then I would get with a guy after putting all this weight for someone else. It's like, oh, I liked you when you were smaller. You need to lose weight. So after a while, I just started to gain and lose weight based on my own liking, because at the end of the day, I would be probably in somebody's hospital trying to appease all these different people. So I've learned in that realm to just be comfortable in my own skin and how I want to feel. So I lose weight and my ideal weight is really not necessarily based on a scale sometimes, but all based on like how my clothes fit me and how comfortable I am. So um, you also want to remind yourself of the things that you love about yourself and try not to criticize yourself. So, man, I'm fat. I, I got to get my life together. This doesn't make any sense. You know, I know that I'm ugly. No, you can't do that. I remember when I was uh, probably elementary school and I remember this moment like it was like yesterday. I was in my mirror one day after school and I was looking at myself and all I could say to myself was, well, I, you know what? I don't think I'm ugly. I, I know that all these people keep teasing me and telling me that I'm ugly, but I really don't think I am. But if everybody else says I am, I guess I am. That's where we can allow people to kind of get in our head. And even though we may not think or believe a thing because everybody else says it, we've already taken that on. So you got to get, you know, out of that. And you have to just only hear your voice because ideally your voice is the only one you hear when you wake up in the morning. And that's the voice you want to allow to repeat itself throughout the day. You also need to let go of things that you can't change and start to celebrate your accomplishments. If you know, well, in that same vein with my looks, when people said I was ugly, they also called me ugly because of my skin tone. Well, what I knew was that, man, I can't, I listen, there's nothing I can do. Okay. I don't even like to wear makeup. My face is what it is. I cannot change my skin tone. I had to learn to embrace it. And as I learned to embrace my skin tone and who I was, I didn't allow that comment to make me feel bad about who I was because I had to accept it that this is how I was born. This is the color of skin that I was born with. And God created me in the likeness of his son. All right. That's why my skin is burnt brass. <laughs> okay. And that's what I had to do. I, I just accepted it. And I promise you that took so much weight off of my shoulders. Just realizing like, why are you stressing yourself? I mean, you don't plan to bleach your skin. That's ugly. I don't know why people do that anyway. I think that they look real bad when they start to bleach their skin, but that's another story. And um, I just accepted it and, and just learned to make myself feel good about me and make the changes necessary uh, appearance wise that it was appealing to me. And once I did that, I looked at myself and said, I think I look good. And it was so strong that it didn't matter what anybody else said. I was like, ain't no way I don't look good today or period. Right. <laughs> um, stop comparing yourself. That's the other thing you want to do to try to work towards self-acceptance. We do this a lot, man. We on social media so much. And when we go out to parties and we do things, we want to compare. Dang, I wish my stomach was that flat. Man, I wish I had a house like that. I wish I, wish I was going on trips like that. I wish I, what are you doing? Because I'm pretty sure what you're doing today is something you wanted to do five years ago or something that you're doing today is something that you never thought you would be doing at 
Ultimately, you got to learn to celebrate the things that you've accomplished and let that be your highlight reels. You can't look at someone else's because y'all know what we do. We do it ourselves. You only post in like five good minutes. You know, you post this excellent thing. And I know some people who do this, you go to these different places and you just wait to post. And then like maybe summer break, you start posting it like bam, 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 like these back to back reels or photos and what it is is these this was like over a year you just saved these videos and on pictures and never posted them and now it looks like oh my gosh she's living her best life he's living his best life he's traveling he's all over the place when these were just little glimpses throughout the year and so don't get caught up into that we do the same thing we only post this post of great things but we don't post when we're having a bad day we don't post when we wake up in the morning and we look like crap because we ain't got our life together we don't post the downfalls and the upsets that we have and we go through it and when you look at things from just that perspective like man I know people don't really be posting that's not really their lives you know you will then start to understand that things aren't always what they seem I think that's the case in um, everything probably 90% of things right um forgive yourself oh that's a hard one and I don't really know um, what forgiving yourself looks like. I think that because I always and I get I get in trouble for this. I always say that I don't have any regrets. Um, it's hard for me to say I forgive myself. And when I say I don't have any regrets is I accept what I've done and I accept the consequences that comes from what I did. So because I not to say I don't think that I shouldn't have done it. I don't think that I could have done it better. But there's a level of. I'm a stand in my shit. You know what I'm saying? And it don't matter if it start to stink. I know that I made the decision to stand in it. So I'm going to own this for a second. You understand what I'm saying? I don't think that that's a cowardly move. I don't think that that's a, cause you don't have no regrets. That's selfish of you. That's, you know, disrespectful to be like, you don't regret what you did or what you said or blah, blah, blah. It's the total opposite. I own it. Again, I'm a woman of a particular age. I'm not talking about me at 21 because me at 21, yeah, I probably did things that I didn't think first, but me at 41, I think before I do something. So trust me, I've already thought about it. And all those things could have been done differently, handled differently. Like I'm still do this, but maybe I should have went left instead of right, but I was still going to go. You understand what I'm saying? So I always make the decision to say, this is what I'm going to do. And if I make the decision to do it, and just because it didn't go the way that I would have liked it to go, or things went left, again, you're going to have regret or remorse. In retrospect, everything is, hindsight is 2020, as we like to say. So, But I will forgive myself for my past traumas and things that other people did to me that I may have blamed myself for. I forgive myself for those things. But that's a hard one because I I don't know if sometimes people recognize what they need to forgive themselves for. And the only thing I can think of in the moment is probably uh, things that you may have blamed yourself for that really didn't have anything to do with you. There is an exercise that you can do. I don't really want to call it an exercise. It's more like just something to kind of remind yourself of this. Whenever you look at yourself, um, I wrote a quote that says, uh, talk about your past like you're telling someone else's story because you are. So when you start to try to get in the mindset of accepting yourself, you have to look at those past things that you've done or who you were as somebody else. And when you do that, then you get to now just look at yourself in the moment and figure out how you can make changes in the present 
to be better. But you can't look at who you used to be, what you used to do, and try to build from that point. You got to let that go. You got to keep that in the past. You got to look at that as, I don't know who that is. I, you know, I'm not that person, which I know you're not. None of us are, you know. And so, yes, though that person made us who we were, but we aren't that person anymore. We carry some things from that person in the present. But this person today is so much smarter, so much brighter, wiser, just more mature than the person in the past that, you know, you're still holding yourself accountable for. And also, I think that uh, you want to start to embrace your feelings more. We only want to kind of embrace the good feelings. It's always um, a plus whenever you're thinking like, okay, I'm happy. So I'm going to embrace in this. I'm a wild out. I'm a have fun. I'm gonna do this. But we never want to hang on to the sadness or the anger. We but we have to we have to live and sit in those emotions as well. And if you sit in those emotions, it'll make you a better person. You're not now feeling uh, an overwhelming feeling when it comes to that. So what I mean by that is like, I'm so sad that it's now taking me over so much so that I can't go to work. Or when I get to work, I'm quiet and I'm not interacting with folks. And they're like, what's wrong with you? What you got going on? You know, what's the deal? Are you okay? Is everything all right? To me, that's when you've allowed your emotions to get the best of you because you've not never allowed yourself to just sit in that sadness. Listen, it'd be plenty of days I'm sitting here and I'll just cry. And, you know, not like people looking at me like, oh, my God, are you psycho? Why are you, you know, tears crying? But if I'm in my bed early, um, I like to meditate sometimes. And so when I'm meditating, you know, sometimes tears will fall because I'm thinking about things and I'm just releasing some of that tension and uh, sadness or, you know, anger for certain things because I'm a, you know, I'm mad and I cry type of person, too. So I just let those things kind of go and just sit in it because I learned that it helps me to handle things better down the line. So sit in those emotions and learn to embrace the good, the bad and the ugly. And for, you know, don't worry about trying to be perfect. As we all know, no one is. We just got to be who we are. And probably the last and most important thing that you can do towards embracing self-acceptance is to get closure that's a heavy one. I, I have been preaching closure for the longest. I think it's very important for you to get closure from people who have wronged you from things that you have regretted. You know, if you do have regrets, things that you wish you could have done, you never did. You're beating yourself up because you said at this age, you would have done these things and you haven't done those things. And you're looking at yourself like, oh my God, you got to find a way to get closure from those things. And um, some of the things that I listed are some ways to get closure as well. Just understanding and accepting where you are in the moment and celebrating those accomplishments right now. If it's people, then you need to go to those people. I saw the interview with Jay-Z and Kevin Hart and he was making a comment about, you know, he made the statement in the song, like I got to move forward and I got to, and moving forward means I got to get this closure so I can stop. And you know what I mean when I say you need to get the closure is that closure from that thing that just keeps you inside your head. All you can do is think about this thing. Why? What if I would have said this? What if I would have did this? Could have gone this way? Wait, maybe if I if I didn't go this place, maybe if I didn't say this, it would have been better. Those are the things that keep pounding in your head day after day, the things you dream about, the things that the thing that wakes you up in the morning, that thing you need to get closure because if you don't get closure from that thing, it is going to 
worry you all of your life. And if that means that you got to be the first person to take the initiative, you got to get over yourself and you got to be the one to take because it's driving you crazy. You don't even know if it's driving the other person crazy, if it's another person involved. And if it's not another person involved, if that one thing is, man, I shouldn't have never did that, then make the wrong right. I, um, I've known plenty of people who wish they would have moved when they had the opportunity to move, say, for example. So maybe you didn't take that opportunity to move when it came. But guess what? That doesn't mean that you can't make a plan to say, you know what? I always wanted to do it. I didn't take the opportunity then. I'm a plan for next year that that's going to be my move no matter what. You know what? You've given yourself closure because you have now forgotten about what you didn't do and now is setting a plan to do what you want to do next year. So your mind is now in a new journey and the new journey is planning. I am planning for what I am going to do next and that's going to that's going to take over your mind and you're no longer going to be bogged down by those thoughts of the past. So please Please, please get closure. And if you don't just know that you're going forever, you, I know I love the Lord too. And I go to church too, and you can pray about it, but prayer still means that action got to be taken. You just can't pray and be like, fix it, Jesus. And then you don't do anything about it. All you're doing is praying like, well, I hope I run into them. I hope that, you know, that opportunity comes back. I hope that, you know, so-and-so forgives me. No, make the step. Go to that person. Go do the thing you said you always wanted to do. Give yourself that because you deserve it, right? And how are we going to tie all of this in? Of course, self-acceptance all ties in with self-esteem and it all ties in with self-improvement. So with self-acceptance is just pretty much how you accept yourself. And if you accept yourself, self-esteem is how you see yourself. Obviously, you're going to see yourself differently once you accept yourself. And if you accept yourself um, and you are striving to be better than that is self-improvement. And I think that we are all on the journey of self-improvement because frankly the fact of the matter is your value is separate from your actions and qualities when you accept and love who you are your outlook on life would just be so much different and all of those barriers that kept you from like reaching your dreams will suddenly just disappear I love you all for listening that is my time and I look forward to talking to you all again next week Oh, and I just need to tell you all that next week, Tuesday is my birthday. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Bye. Sky beats.